Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Target. I'm Del Walters. Body cam footage shows D.C. police shooting someone who turned out to be the wrong suspect. I'm Luke Lukert. Over 40 homeowners in McLean wake up to find apparent hate flyers left at their homes. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Matt Piper in New York. After a series of short hospital stays, the office of former President Jimmy Carter says he will spend his remaining time at home with hospice care. A statement from the Carter Center says the former president has the full support of his family and his medical team as he spends his final days undergoing care at home. Jimmy Carter, who is 98 and is the oldest living president, has overcome serious health problems, including in 2015 when he was treated for melanoma that had spread to his brain. He defied the odds when he was pronounced cancer-free later that same year. The Carter Center announcement did not say whether the cancer has returned or what prompted the 39th president of the United States to decide to transition to hospice care. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. Officials in Ohio are once again telling residents that the air and water are safe after the massive train derailment in East Palestine. Toxic chemicals were released following that incident. Correspondent Michael George. After backlash from residents and lawmakers, the CEO of rail operator Norfolk Southern visited East Palestine Saturday. I'm here to support the community, and um, if you'll excuse me, that's where I'm headed right now to meet with some community members. The company has promised to pay for the cleanup, but it faces lingering questions about safety. This after another derailment Thursday near Detroit. And just last month, Norfolk told investors its accident rate has been rising for the last four years. Any chemicals remaining in the Ohio River will likely pass through the Cincinnati area in the morning, say officials. In Philadelphia, a Temple University police officer is shot and killed. KYW-TV's Marcella Bayetto. The university says the officer was attempting to catch a suspect in a robbery of a convenience store. However, Police Commissioner Danielle Outlaw said the shooting happened when the officer tried to intervene during a carjacking. Happening way, way too much. And PPD is doing everything that we can to make sure that not only is this person responsible, taken into custody and brought to justice, but for every other suspect out there that is doing the same. Now we're still unsure if either of these incidents are connected. The first funerals were held for students murdered during Monday's mass shooting at Michigan State University. WWJ-TV's Luke Laster was at the funeral for 20-year-old Alexandria Verner. Memories shared during the funeral of a young life taken too soon. Long hugs and tears remembering 20-year-old Alex Verner. Five days after the deadly shooting, family, friends, and community members gather at Verner's hometown of Clawson to look back on her life. And mourners in a Detroit suburb also said goodbye to 20-year-old sophomore Brian Fraser. This is CBS News. It's 2.03 on Sunday morning, February 19, 2023. 39 in the nation's capital. A few clouds, temps in the low and mid 30s.
Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories you're following. This hour, a woman is dead. 19 other people hurt in a Saturday morning apartment fire in Silver Spring. WTOP's Dick Giuliano picks the story up there. There are about 450 apartments in the 15-story building on Georgia Avenue. Montgomery County Fire Chief Scott Goldstein says many of the apartments may not be livable right now. Until property management can get the soot and smoke stabilized, as well as the water damage. The chief says people could be displaced from up to 200 units. The county's established a shelter at the Coalfield Recreation Center. Among those hurt, three firefighters treated and released from the hospital. The fire, which began in a seventh-floor apartment, is under investigation. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Over 400 people are displaced this morning because of that fire. D.C. public school students will have to prove they are COVID-free when they come back from February break this coming week. The schools have already made the tests available. Tests will need, students will need to take the test next Sunday, the 26th, then upload the results to the district. Then, yes, back to classes. It's 2.04. Tacoma Parks Police Chief is asking you to be his eyes and ears on the street. More from WTOP's Del Walters. The appeal follows a rise in violent crime at Tacoma Park. Burglaries, carjackings, and the like. So many residents are growing concerned. So police chief Antonio Duvall says they're stepping up patrols in so-called hotspot areas. He says they want to make sure criminals know Tacoma Park is no soft target when it comes to crime. The chief says they have made a series of high-profile arrests already, including a juvenile behind a carjacking. Del Walters, WTOP News. D.C. police have released body cam video after a man believed to be the suspect in an assault in Anacostia was shot and seriously wounded. Turns out he was the wrong man. As the D.C. police officer was canvassing the area on February 10th for the assault suspect, he thought 38-year-old Stephen Shaw fit the description. Shaw was in a car on Good Hope Road in Anacostia and was asked repeatedly to get out of the car. Step out of the car or I'm going to take you out of the car. The footage then shows Shaw reaching at his waistband multiple times. The officer yells at him to stop before pulling his gun, shooting Shaw point blank in the side. Shaw was arrested and charged with cocaine possession. That officer is on leave and the U.S. Attorney's Office is reviewing the shooting. Another man was later arrested for the assault. Luke Luger, WTOP News. It's 2.06. Fairfax County Police say several neighbors in McLean woke up Saturday morning to find hate-filled flyers near their homes. Homeowners telling police they found sealed banks with propaganda flyers weighted down by birdseed on their properties. Over 40 of the flyers have been recovered. The nature of the flyers hasn't been released, though police characterize the flyers as portraying bias material. Detectives trying to figure out where these seemingly randomly distributed flyers came from. A Greenbelt police officer is on administrative leave facing prostitution charges. The Greenbelt Police Department says Officer Albert Murray was served with a criminal summons on Thursday by Prince George's County Police. The exact charge and the date of the alleged offense not made clear by authorities. Prostitution is illegal in Maryland and misdemeanor charges can lead to a year-long sentence and a fine of up to $500. Coming up on WTOP, after traffic and weather, if the warm winter hasn't bugging you yet, it might soon, quite literally, it's 207. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. 
Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. How was your job to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. It's 208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. We start in the traffic center with Joe Fox. Ian, the good news is we cleared the crash at Florida and Georgia Avenue at Dave, uh, excuse me, Florida and New York Avenue at Dave Thomas Circle. So you're free, free flowing all the way out to northeast DC. The bad news is at Florida and Georgia, we've got a new one. So uh, keep your eyes peeled as you're heading out through Shaw this evening or this morning, uh, headed up the hill on Georgia Avenue. You might see some extra police activity there on the main, in the intersection. Uh, that is already a very busy area, so I hope no pedestrians were involved. But again, Florida and Georgia Avenue is the scene of the, the most recent crash in the district. All the other crash activity in the district appears to have cleared. We might still be working on the crash on Riggs Road, taking a quick look here uh, near Drexel Street, which is right before University Boulevard, uh, but not seeing any major delays with that. I think you pr- should be in pretty good shape. Also overheard a uh, report of a disabled vehicle on 95 southbound around the Prince William County Parkways. So use caution. You might see some flashing lights on one of the shoulders there, but really not a big deal as far as changing your course. Certainly not any delays with the light volumes in this early morning. The other good news, no overnight road work on the Virginia side of the river. 66, 95, the Beltway are all moving well as a result of that. Over on the Maryland side, 270 with no problems. No problems on the Maryland Beltway in Montgomery and Prince George's counties. 95, Baltimore, Washington Parkway and 29, the ICC, all looking good. 97 as well. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is just fine, except once you get to the Bay Bridge, you're going to be a single lane in each direction across the westbound span. If you're looking for a new car, the wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency. You can trust Joe Fox, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Clay Anderson with this forecast to get us through this part of the holiday weekend. We continue to enjoy partly cloudy skies. Temperatures will be falling, but not falling too quickly. Inside the Beltway, we will remain above freezing in the low to mid-30s. Northern western suburbs closer to 30 to 32 degrees. For our Sunday, clouds gives way to sunshine. Southwesterly winds will bring us above average once again with high temperatures approaching 60 degrees. Monday, dry, also with temperatures near 60. Storm Team 4 meteorologist, Clay Anderson. 39 in College Park. It's 36 in Fairfax. 39 along the the National Mall. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 210. As warm as this winter has been so far, one expert says we might be seeing an early rise in the local insect population. What we're seeing right now is with this abnormal, very, very warm weather that insects are becoming active. Professor Emeritus of Entomology at the University of Maryland, Mike Raup, says some insects like ladybugs and stink bugs are already starting to move around. That's because insect development is temperature dependent and the warmer than usual air means they'll develop more quickly and could show up in your home pretty soon. They're going to show up on the inside windows. They're going to show up on your computer screen at nighttime. They're going to be active. He recommends vacuuming them up and putting them outside. He says bees could be active within the next week as well, which means you might be able to start planting your garden earlier. 
Stetson Miller, WTOP News. A group of Maryland lawmakers want to create a world-class mental health system in the state. The bipartisan group gathered Friday to support legislation to modernize and improve access to mental health services. The focus is to be more proactive in assistance before a crisis that would involve inpatient care or other issues. The Maryland Senate has already passed a measure setting aside $12 million in the 2025 budget to fund the 988 Suicide and Crisis Prevention Hotline. The number of teen girls who say they've experienced sadness, hopelessness, and have thought about dying by suicide jumped during the pandemic. Now, a local mental health professional is encouraging parents to check in with their kids. Almost 60% of teen girls surveyed by the CDC in 2021 say they felt that way. So what can parents do? Dr. Asha Patton-Smith, a child and adolescent psychiatrist at Kaiser Permanente in Burke, Virginia, says a first step. Check in with your kids and be consistent about checking in with them in a very casual way. And look for changes in behavior. Be more isolated, more irritable, saying they're depressed or looking like they're very depressed or sad. Those are signs your child may need to see a mental health professional. And even though you may know where your kids are at all times, you should also remain connected with your kid's school. If we don't know what's happening in the school environment, that can be where there may be some things missed. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A Prince George's County man pleads guilty to bilking the federal government out of over a million dollars in COVID relief funds. The Maryland U.S. Attorney's Office says 25-year-old Jerry Phillips entered the plea Friday to charges of wire fraud conspiracy, aggravated identity theft, and illegal possession of a machine gun gun. Officials claim Phillips and his brother conspired to illegally obtain the COVID relief money. Prosecutors say they used fake IDs and businesses. One used the money to buy a $66,000 Chevy Camaro. Officials recovered 25 fake IDs and several guns. And coming up on WTOP, the Cavs get manhandled in outdoor NHL action in Carolina. Frank Hanrahan with the postmortem ahead in sports next. It's 213. I'll be here to hear what's on your mind. Kids want to share what's going on in their lives with the adults around them. Parents, grandparents, teachers, coaches, and more. They want to know you're listening. And they want to listen to you. They want your input and guidance early and often on all kinds of topics. When it comes to a serious subject like underage drinking, they want to know your expectations, as well as how and why, as a young person, they should avoid alcohol. How you talk about it will change as your child grows, but the important thing is to talk about it. Not just once for an hour when you think the time is right, but in 60 one-minute conversations and more that are part of your everyday talks. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Storm Team 4 weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think Red. 215, the update from Frank Hanrahan. Not the uh, greatest showcase for the Capitals. Stadium Series down in Raleigh, playing in front of nearly 57,000 folks outside the uh, Canes. Take care of the Capitals 4-1. to one. First ever loss outside for the Capitals at the NHL Stadium Series. College basketball indoors, number 7, Virginia beats Notre Dame 57-55. Howard over Coppin State, 80-70. Navy taking care of Loyola, 65-53. Virginia Tech beats Pitt, 79-72. AU loses to Lehigh, 62-59. VCU all over Fordham, 80-61. Women's side, Maryland beats Michigan State, 66-61. Genesis Invitational, John Rahm, the leader by three shots at minus 15 after three rounds. But Tiger Woods with a great third round, 67 he shot. He's at minus three. Men's across Maryland being Syracuse 15 to 12. NBA All-Star Weekend former Georgetown player Mac McClung wins the NBA dunk contest and Dame Lillard wins the three-point shootout. Again, Caps fall at the Hurricanes 4 to 1. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Frank. It is 2-16 Sunday morning. The White House made a point this week to say that there is no indication that aliens were responsible for any of the three unidentified objects shot down by U.S. military jets over the last weekend. Still, it has some, it has some imaginations working hard and in some cases working overtime. Whatever these objects end up being, it certainly got people watching the skies. Sue Swiatek heads the Virginia chapter of the Mutual UFO Network, known as MUFON, a group that investigates reports of UFOs. She says since the recent military shootdowns, We have had an uptick in reports nationwide of UFO sightings. Swiatek says she's also seen an increase in people contacting the group asking how they can become a member and possibly even investigate reports themselves. I think people get out of their houses more and try to see these things. Then they see something unfamiliar. People tend to go to the conspiracy theories when you have a lack of information. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Coming up, after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. Time may be growing short for the nation's 39th president. 98-year-old Jimmy Carter is receiving home hospice care at his home in Plains, Georgia, after a series of hospital stays. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken holds talks with his Chinese counterpart at a Munich security conference. It's the first contact between the two countries since that suspected Chinese spy balloon was shot down two weeks ago. Nine kids, ranging in age from 5 to 17, are wounded in a Friday night shooting at a gas station in Columbus, Georgia. Stay with WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. It's 218. Traffic and weather on the 8th. To the traffic center, we go with Joe Fox. Yeah, and we're looking at our Kobach camera on the southeast-southwest freeway. So if you're headed from Main Avenue over towards the 3rd Street Tunnel, so eastbound on the freeway, we have a crash uh, on the left side of the lanes that go through on 395 towards the 11th street bridge so stay to the right you come it's over a little bit of a rise as you hit the third street tunnel exit so you don't see it until you're right up on it at speed so a tow truck with some flashing lights did just pull up but the bottom line is stay to the right as you're headed towards the 11th street bridge on 395 eastbound through the district or northbound officially but uh, headed towards the 11th street bridge 
Again, uh, we're moving well in the rest of the district roadways. We do are still working the crash on Florida and Georgia Northwest. Uh, that's in the Shaw neighborhood and lots of uh, delays and traffic on U Street. It's a three-day weekend and the bars are just getting out. So please, please use caution around the pedestrians in that area and any other nightlife districts uh, across the region tonight. Elsewhere, the Capitol Beltway, you're moving well in Maryland and Virginia. No problems. Uh, there looks like we might have something on the I-270 spur near Democracy Boulevard. We'll get back to you on that in our next report. 270 is moving well all the way up to Frederick. No problems on 95 or uh, the BW Parkway in between the beltways and the Bay Bridge. It's single lane each direction on the westbound span this time. So it'll be overnight roadwork closing the eastbound span. No delay with that and plenty of room to operate on that three-lane westbound span. Over Virginia, no issues at all. 95, 66, you're looking good. Beltway, toll road, Route 7. The earlier crash we had on the Fairfax County Parkway over the top of 50 cleared about 15 minutes ago. And thanks to players like you, the Maryland Lottery's first 50 years have gone golden. So they're celebrating with the new gold multiplier scratch-offs. There's over $41 million in total cash prizes. Please play responsibly. Joe Fox, WTOP Traffic. Working our way through another holiday weekend with this forecast from Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. We continue to enjoy the holiday weather across our area as in temperatures above average. Due to the high pressure moving offshore, our winds will continue to switch to a more southerly direction. And as a result, with fair skies dropping temperatures only down to a couple degrees above freezing inside the Beltway and northern western suburbs, upper 20s to low 30s. For Sunday, clouds give way to sunshine, southwesterly winds. It will be gusting up to about 20 miles per hour. Fair skies for President's Day on Monday. It should remain dry. Temperatures should remain on the rise with high temperatures in the low 60s, which should be normally about 47 to 48 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Rockville, 36 degrees, 35 in District Heights, 32 in Ashburn, brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP, why supplies of infant formula are still not stable. It's 221. This is a message from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. If you were exposed to toxic substances while serving in the military, a new law called the PACT Act may make you eligible for additional benefits and care. The PACT Act benefits veterans of the Vietnam era, Gulf War era, and post 9-11 era who were exposed to toxic fumes, burn pits, Agent Orange, radiation, and other environmental hazards. Survivors of toxic exposed veterans and veterans who served in specific countries in Africa, the Middle East, and Southwest Asia are also potentially eligible. Learn more about the PACT Act by going to va.gov pact or by calling 1-800-MY-VA-411. We at VA are here for you, and we're ready to get you the care and benefits you've earned and deserve. I'm Mike Richmond. It's 2.22. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs Lottery Experience. It rains at pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. From the Virginia Lottery. Learn more at balottery.com slash lucky. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. 
There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. This is WTOP News. It's 223 in the nation. This weekend is President's Day weekend. But in Virginia, the third Monday of February is George Washington Day. And WTOP Sandy Gozell reports the Old Dominion has lots of celebrations. Let's start with George Washington's home in Mount Vernon. Admission is free on both Monday the 20th, the federal holiday, and on February 22nd, which is Washington's actual birthday. His adopted hometown town of Alexandria celebrates his birthday with a Monday parade, stepping off at 1 at Pendleton and Fayette Streets, down Fayette to King Street and ending at the Masonic Temple. Ferry Farm, George Washington's boyhood home outside Fredericksburg, is hosting a full day of activities on Monday. Check our website, WTOP.com, for details and more events. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. You look at the calendar, it says it's still winter, but the cherry trees around town don't seem to know nor do they particularly care. With these warmer temperatures, the National Park Service says it is very likely the cherry blossoms along the Tidal Basin will bloom early this year. But could it break the bloom record? WTOP's Megan Clority on Budwatch. Everything at this point certainly leads us to believe that, that it's going to be an earlier than average peak bloom. Mike Litterst with the National Park Service says they'll have the data to predict peak bloom in two weeks, but noted the indicator tree that's usually about 10 days ahead of the pack is already active. The indicator tree reached stage one of the six stages that lead to, to being in bloom on the 13th, which was 10 days, a couple weeks earlier than, than it was last year. However, he says if the temperatures drop again, that could hold the trees from blooming early. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Police are struggling to fill vacancies amid more reports of serious crime. That has set off intense competition for recruits among neighboring departments. WTOP's Kate Ryan with more. We need to recruit like we're a Division One college football team. Montgomery County Assistant Police Chief Darren Frank told the county council committee that filling up recruit classes is a huge challenge. Chief Marcus Jones said in the 90s, it was common to see recruit classes of 80. Now it's in the teens. And when there are emergencies or demonstrations that require a large police presence, detectives will be asked to bring their uniforms to work. In order to supplement the patrol officers, should there be that need. Police told the county council they're working on updating their recruiting methods to tackle the issue. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55 at WTOP with Tracy Junkie. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. It's been one year since Abbott Nutrition recalled four infant formula products and temporarily shut down its largest U.S. factory due to bacterial contamination. That made an existing formula shortage exacerbated by the pandemic supply chain issues even worse. The shortage persists to this day. As recently as January, the U.S. Census found nearly a third of households with a baby under one said they still had trouble finding formulas. Laura Modi is the founder and CEO of Bobby, a direct-to-consumer baby formula company. Fundamentally, we have not addressed 
the problem, which is domestic supply, domestic manufacturing. Modi says that's because Abbott, the maker of Similac formula and Enfamil producer Racket, control 85% of the market. And those two players have owned the infant formula market for over 40 years. The result, Modi says? Very 